What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Catch a Hint podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. We're back after a few months, a few month hiatus. I kind of took off for, I wanted to focus more on some work stuff I was doing, some personal life stuff, and, you know, podcast really isn't that important. But we're back into it. Uh, I, the last few episodes, I also wasn't loving the kind of the, the route my podcast was taking. I wanted to be more casual, more conversational, and and I think just... To, to kick it off again after a few months off, I want to be. This is a perfect location. My, I got my buddy Noah here. Great, great company. Introduce yourself, Noah. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Noah, one of Ryan's buddies. Fuck buddy, yeah. Doing track back in middle school, man. That's crazy. All the way back. A long time ago, dude. And now we're both living in Colorado. Yeah. Just vibing out here. Just by chance, dude. I just wanted to catch up with Noah a little bit on camera here. I love talking to him. We always have great conversations and. You know, it'd be a fun podcast to get the hit the ground again. Uh, I'm gonna try to get back to the weekly episodes, but uh, before we get before we get too far into it, I need to get a little backstory with Noah here. We did track and field heavy together. That's how we. That's our connection. You know, he he was the beast at the 400. Uh, I did high jump mostly, but you know, you, you did high jump too, and we kind of build a connection there. Yeah, that's where we grew. And then we both moved to Colorado unknowingly. We ended up living like two second walk from each other, which is crazy. Uh, and, and you know, just built a relationship from there. But we kind of want to talk about track a little bit and, and some, some fun stories and stuff. So Noah progressed through track through uh, through high school and tried college a little bit. Yeah, what did yeah. what did you compete in in college, Noah? So in college, I mainly competed in the 400 meter dash um, I also tried it out for the 800 and that wound up to be a lot harder than I thought um, Dude, that's a so, crazy run oh it's insane uh, kicked my ass for sure because you're doing a full sprint basically right yeah just two but just instead of one two laps yeah it's 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 the same race but longer and it it's killer that's wild what's the training process like like when you first got in right and they're trying to get you to that college level Right. What's some of the training like? Do you go through like a coach personally or how does well, that go? Definitely. So the different coaching staff makes a big difference, right? But like the biggest part I noticed was they had a more more of an emphasis on the long distance and endurance, stamina up, getting your endurance up and less of a focus on speed and acceleration, which has its own merits. And I think that makes for a great 800 runner, but it doesn't necessarily help as much with a 400 runner, but um. So like, I almost notice more as as you progress through like the levels of sporting, you know, yeah. fatigue becomes a big factor. And like, Definitely. towards the end of the race, towards the end of the game, the 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 best players never seem to be fatigued. They always have the endurance to finish the the job. Absolutely. I wonder if since you're getting into a higher level, college level of training, you got to make sure you don't get fatigued at the end of the race. I think you got a great point there and like the higher level you go the more and more that's true yeah um, at the, i mean at the highest level in track the mile is basically a sprint i mean they're doing under one minute quarter mile last crazy i mean easily i don't know what the world record is these days but isn't it like what 340 something like that is it under four oh it's so four bro so wow. four so four was broken like think in the 90s that's right because once one person broke that threshold yep it, be, it made it a, a possibility for humans you know and people really started to break tried to break that record yeah. that four minute was like the new norm 
You know how that happened? That no, I, well, no, what's the story? Let me know. Oh, I got this, bro. So look at this. So the story of the four-minute mile started with some guy, just some office worker, who every day at lunch, he would go to a local track. And at this track, he would progressively, day by day, train to run a lap in a minute. And then after he had completed that, was running laps in under a minute, he went on to two laps under two minutes, all the way up until four laps in under four minutes. And he did oh. it in about, I don't know what it was, it was a certain amount of time, man, but like, eventually he reached his goal and he did it. And after he did it, it became like a much more reachable, goal. attainable, attainable. Yeah, it became much more attainable. And so other people were able to then reach that goal themselves. It was pretty cool. So he kind of broke it into like sub goals instead of trying to just break four minutes. Exactly. Let's start by each minute. Let's break yeah. it down. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Good way to train for it, honestly. Huh. <laughs> and I know we, we kind of wanted to touch on the mental aspect of sports, you know, Absolutely. like specifically myself, like when you get into high school track, right. And that was the, the highest level of sporting. I, uh, come, uh, what do you call it? Com competition. Yeah. Competing. That's the highest level of competing I ever got to was high school. And even in the high school level going to meets, I, I would break mental my mental game sometimes would break before my physical abilities broke. Of course. Because like, yeah. like I was, there was a few meets where I didn't even get a single jump, like qualify, like I would, three, three attempts later, hit the bar all three times. And it was at the point where like, it was so elementary, like and in practice, I would do that with like my eyes closed. Right, easily. And for whatever reason, after I, I missed it one time, I was in my head. Yeah. And like, obviously I'm physically capable of doing this shit, but yeah, like you did it a million Failed times. it three times. It's it was one hundred percent mental game failure. Mm. I feel like I never got to a level where I could really. My mental game was just as good as my physical abilities. Do you have any any stories about with mental game in in college? I would say the biggest mental game in college for me was um, competing like post injury, right? And like, kind of setting your expectations at a level that are now reasonable for you. And that was the biggest part for me was having to lower my expectations. And it was tough, you know, it was one of the hardest things for me. Like, you know, you're used to a certain level and then you gotta accept something less than that. It's it's a tough mental challenge to continue competing at the highest level you can. Cause yeah, what was your biggest injury that set you back? Yeah, so in high school, I uh, broke my foot my senior year and I broke one of those I don't even know what the hell they're called. These small little bones in your uh, foot, in the ball of your foot. And as you know, as a runner, uh, that's kind of the main thing that touches the ground, right? Did you even compete in high school, senior year track? Barely, yeah, not really. So it was a lot of recovery? Yeah, mostly. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to get to do much senior year. My back was bothering me too, senior year. Yeah, that's right, man. We were all, we were all having a hard time senior year. Cause then that goes back to mental again. Like you said, like even now, not only are you not capable physically, but that takes a toll on your mental. Like, am I good enough for this? Like right. then you're second guessing yourself. Like you said, entirely, Completely. which even doubles the mental game. No, certainly man. I think like probably during college, man, it just made it so much harder than if I found it to be worth, you know, like the to to grind back to it and right yeah, and the, the reward you're getting from 
from each meet wasn't really even like there anymore? Not exactly, no. It just felt like a more independent version of high school, which is exactly what college is, right? And it was just... It's probably, maybe that's why we enjoyed the high school level more? I think so, yeah. It was, it, we had that like tight-knit group. The team aspect. Specifically, yeah. Like we, it was pretty unique, I think, to our school. I, don't think, I think it was. Our, our track program, a little backstory, we had a really good head lead uh, coach who, who really brought the each individual jump crew and special, the field event crew and running distance and sprinting. He had a way of bringing them all together and building connections with each individual group and like really cheering each other on. There was a huge team aspect to winning. And if you got points, if you were top three in your event, right, it, it, it was like celebrated through the whole tent and through the whole, like the whole team. And it, even though it was individual wins, it felt like there was a bigger purpose. Yeah, it really added a whole new element to it. And from what you tell me, that the college doesn't have that that big team aspect like our high school did. Not really, no. It's more of like... Which maybe that's why you didn't have to drive. I think so, yeah. It's just like an almost ex expectation, right? And when you... Oh. Those, expe those expectations, it can be a little different, I guess. Right. I think that's the difference, really, is there's no expectations in high school. But in college, right, you have to perform at a certain level. Like people are just like grow your wings and be as good as you can be exactly yeah that's the difference but then college is like well if you aren't at this specific bar i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you yeah like you're not good enough for us i could see that totally you know yeah i know yeah and, and that's like the, the the powerful thing about growing up with sports and like stuff that you're just competing in even if it's it doesn't have to be sports right it could be chess club it, it could be it could be even like i won't even argue the fact that Video games in an aspect of competition and competing has created like a better character in my life. Not necessarily the addiction side of it, right? Or, or overplaying or abusing it, right? But mm -hmm. like anything where you're competing and you're understand, you're you're able to take a loss respectfully and and take that as a personal way of growing mm -hmm. and trying to get better. But but also like the aspect of, of teamwork, like even in in, in a work full-time job environment you have to work again with people that are like maybe it's harder to work with a certain personality right like mm -hmm. growing up on a like on a soccer field for example there were people that i didn't want to team with but like getting along and, and having the same common interest of succeeding and passing that's something you can really grow and develop and learn through sports i think Definitely. a lot of people miss that that competition and the, the ability to grow and compete with people that maybe you don't always love but like finding a common like goal to, to, to reach and attain with other people is valuable, I think. I, yeah, I agree. I like that. And maybe that's, and, and, and that's why track in high school was, was better than college for you probably because you didn't have a team aspect as much. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not, you're not rooting for some, a common goal necessarily. It's just individuals. Yeah, it felt very much that way. Like, and yeah, it still was like a, a team competing, but it didn't. Like the team points mattered, right? Right, but it didn't seem that way but the feel yeah, was so yeah which is kind so of unique it's almost where where our country's leading in a weird way and i don't want to get too political but like people seem to have their own in, in agendas and, and the, the population as a whole seems to be less community-based like helping each other you know yeah i think it's been tough lately man it's like really divided and there's just keeps growing more and more each day so unfortunate but it is that's why we're out here right we're trying to get it take a break from all that just being present that's there's something valuable in that 
People almost forgot to be how to be present, dude. I know it's good. It's like you always need a stimulation. Phone TikTok yeah. to scroll through. But then you kind of come out here and you get away from all that, and it's enjoyable, you know. Like you get the sort of freedom of it. it just kind of comes through. To take in the nature. Yeah. I mean, what did every human in the past before technology have to to do? They 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 just had this. Yeah. They just had nature and <laughs> yeah. each other, sports, games, physical movement. Pretty much, dude. All that stuff's getting lost. I wonder what they did, bro. Like, what was their favorite thing to do? Like, what, what, like yeah. back when settling was the thing? Exactly. Like, what, like, what did they do for fun? What, what did like, they do for 1800 Like, you take a break off the wagon trail for, like, a few hours? Yeah, like, yeah, what, are you, what are you doing? Take a break, you know, you're refreshed, you're fed. Probably got to have, like, a certain kind of pastime game, right? Like something, right? Like, what are the kids, what are the high schoolers doing? <laughs> Do they have high schoolers? Is that a thing? Probably not. Yep. What do they call private? No, you school? were you were lucky to go to school, dude. Yeah. In the yeah. homestead. Of course. If you had a, a the ability to travel to school each day and a farmhouse to go to, farm school to go to, you were lucky. When was when was school like made a right? Or like a, a. When was it like a su suggested like? Could everybody be allowed to go to school? And when was that? Three hundred years ago. Nineteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. Late eighteen hundreds. Which is weird to think about if it's only been 200 years. Yeah. Oh, you mean late eight? Yeah, never mind. Oh, really know, dude. That'd be a long time ago if it was 1800s. I mean, yes. I don't know history like that. Well, if you think about it, did you ever do the um, the homestead small school like um, the prairie school thing? The prairie school, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In uh, middle school. Oh my gosh, dude. I forgot about that. In Nebraska. That's some Nebraska shit right there. The most Nebraska shit ever. I would, hey, who else who, who, other, who else would do that? Like, what other states yeah. would do some shit? Honestly, like if you are somebody that did not grow up in Nebraska and you did some homestead, <laughs> some homestead. cottage school <laughs> in the middle of nowhere in the prairie, if that occurs anywhere but Nebraska, I'm going to be surprised. Dude. I, would, I would love to know. Somebody needs to tell me. Tell right? Yes. Like, it was a one day. One, activity yeah. like everyone goes out they get bust out right well, and we act like we're like settlers and doing like a fucking spelling bee and remember we had to like get like snacks of the era like we, we, we couldn't bring like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich oh you had to bring like an we apple had to, and... we had to bring like yeah like an apple or some granola yeah <laughs> some some dumb shit like that some cheese yeah that's right i had brought cheese some pressed I brought, cheese i brought cheese and like deli meat <laughs> I don't remember that. That's hilarious. Do you ever like wonder about people that like never? No. I always I've completely blacked out all of high school. <laughs> just I'm just like I'm ready to move on from rejected. that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's good to have connections for you know job opportunities and stuff. Yeah. Especially filming like weddings and stuff like that. It's nice to reconnect. I guess. Networking is the most valuable aspect of being a business owner. You can be the best at whatever you do. Mm -hmm. Best at making cookies, but if you don't network, and you don't have anyone to sell it to. Amen. You don't have business. Point. So truly, it, reconnecting is is pretty valuable. There's definitely something to be said about that, man. Just keeping those connections and growing those bonds, and more can stem from all of them. Right? And then you're you have more human interaction, which yeah. truly everyone needs.
like taking away the human interaction that we had when we in lockdowns and stuff was just detrimental. Yeah, that's done. Set us back a lot. Were you were you working when that happened? I was likely able to work the whole time. Yeah. I had a job that I could work too, so I, I didn't like do the whole no more work thing. I was just really sad and bummed out about the, the all the like restaurant owners and Yeah, dude, that's the, that was, all those people that worked super hard building up a family restaurant and then all that hard work just taken away because they couldn't sustain because no one no business was allowed uh -uh. this is not there there's got to have been a different way of going around that that's so sad yeah. surely better than what they did with that i mean because it basically mono mo monopolized everything yeah because then that gives the power to the to the big corporations that can sustain it right the people or the corporations whose jobs are uh what they say essential work essential yeah so if you have enough money to be essential work, like, I don't know how they exactly did. It wasn't a very clear that, cut. Like uh, you are essential, you aren't. It seemed it seemed like no small businesses were essential. Yeah. Yeah, true. There was a lot of them that wasn't able to continue. Like how many? Like did you notice in, uh, in Lincoln? I was in Crete, so I didn't particularly notice any. But did you notice any restaurants that closed ton. that you liked? Like a ton. A lot of them. Like how many? My favorite, my favorite Chinese joint, Shen's Cafe, Lincoln, Nebraska, closed because they weren't. I don't know. I th I think that wasn't due to lockdowns. That was more due to a chef. But then there's also been two, three, four other restaurants that closed right in the heart of the lockdown. That I was just like, are you kidding me? I love that one. Yeah. And a ton of restaurants here in Colorado also closed. I heard that were like super good. A bit. I think. Which is just, you're losing that community aspect again. Mm -hmm. Just less and less small business, man. All comes back to working together yeah. as a community. That's what, that's where like success and happiness really stems from. Mm. I think. I have to agree with you. Just like, because like, we're so weird, right? Like the worst thing you can do to us is leave us alone by ourselves. So true. When I moved here, just an example and we moved into those apartments and I was just alone with just my dog my girlfriend didn't even move here at the time yeah. I didn't have too many friends to hang out with and like truly I would I would talk to a few people a week that I knew you know that like go into the the in-laws for parent for dinners or whatever I was really grateful for that but like not much friend connection yeah way sadder time in my life yeah you know like now that we have a friend group it's four or five of us that like to hang out from time to time get that human interaction there's something it just it's just way more fulfilling yeah it is dude i mean it's i don't even know it's almost instinct or something like that like so I, I agree bro like when i moved here and like before we had uh found each other at the gym that day yeah <laughs> um <laughs> you should tell that story but like before that happened bro it was tough it was like i didn't know anybody and i was I don't know about you, but I was bad at making friends in school. So like, me too. I didn't just come out here and boom, have a ton of friends to and immediately have the ability to just meet people. Because like, it's more we got the the introvert mindset. Yeah, right? I just don't have that, and it's just not like outgoing, like easy to make connections, and yeah. you know. Yeah, like around the right people, it brings me out, but like, yeah, around the wrong people, it like really shuts me down. That's and, just the introvert way, I guess. I would agree. I, there's something like I heard a cool somebody said 
said this one time when I was listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. and they're like extroverts. They feed off of social interaction. They, you know, yeah. more people around them that they can talk with and chat with. Mm-hmm. Extroverts, they they feed off that. They give them more energy. And then, like you know, more introvert style, you can you might be able to say something about this. It's like the more communication that more so if it's somebody you don't know as well you're at like a, a party setting or a, a, an activity that you you know it's just it's like small talk i I get drained yeah it, it, it sucks my energy out Seriously, bro. And, and it's just the way you're wired your, your brain is wired and how you're you know how you gain mm-hmm. like i gain more energy from being alone sometimes and just being in my own head and yeah. thinking in my own thoughts Definitely, I have to agree. That was an open, an eye-opening thing that I heard. But you, you should tell the story about us meeting. <laughs> All right, yeah, right. So, like, what was it? Probably a few months after I had moved, or no, how long have it been for you being here? It was a few months into that apartment, like yeah. two months maybe. Probably like, all right, two to four months, right? I'm just going to the gym just to get my workout in, and <laughs> I pop open the door, and usually when you walk into a gym, you know, you don't really look at everybody or, you know, it's just kind of a courtesy, I guess, yeah. being polite. But I look and Ryan Hinton is standing in the corner of the gym that I live at. And I do a double take because I almost don't believe what I see. And we're like. Because we both, the last time we've seen each other was in Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska years ago, like in, during high, or during uh, college sometime. Probably, right? yeah. Just a quick, hey, what's ago. up, dude? Yeah. And it was just. We're both living in the same place. Yeah. And the same place happens to be the same building. Like, just, it's such one of those small world moments that happen so often that you can never get over. They're, they're weird. That's the, the stories that people love to share. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, I ran into this person, which is, it stems back to networking, right? Like yeah. this podcast should probably just be called the, the importance of networking at this point, right? Basically, like, that's the that's friend the, group uh, networking, business networking, like yeah. If you're gonna take away anything from this conversation or <laughs> whatever this is, networking, baby. I mean, <laughs> straight up, dude. Yeah, straight up. Like, yeah. how did our friend group grow? Like, you brought your friends into town. That's right, and then. Eli, he needed a place to stay, so you're like, yeah. hey, come hang out, man. He's flying planes. Yeah, he's flying planes, dude, being a pilot and doing all that stuff. It's And it's we're all just see. hanging out together. It's been pretty crazy. I don't know about you, maybe, but like, it's been pretty wild to watch how your friends grow over the years. And like, yeah. How they grow and change, like what they do. And I can't believe this kid's flying planes. Mind blowing. Because you were, Love it. when you were friends with him in Nebraska, he was just like an IT guy, right? Kind of. He, he was more of like a uh, computer hardware IT. I mean, he could do like software IT, but he did more of like the physical building like, computers and fixing. And fixing computers and yeah, that sort of stuff. But I mean, he's good at all of it, dude. That's, that's, his, that's his web, you know? That is cool to see like different friends grow and develop. Definitely. Like, what would you consider to be your web? My web? Yeah. Like, what? what's your thing? Like, his thing was computers. Now his thing is planes. What's... Yeah, that's a good question, actually. My thing is... I like, think maybe we're trying to... What's your thing? You first. I asked you. I think... <laughs> I mean... 
I think it's all it's always developing, right? Yeah, that's true. Like maybe you don't know what your thing's supposed to be. Yeah, that's a good point. Until you know. Maybe your thing that you think is your thing isn't your thing and you'll See? find your thing later on. Maybe um maybe this maybe, maybe I'm down the wrong thing. Maybe this is <laughs> Me <the>, too. <laughs> maybe we're just like good just good enough to maintain this thing that we're doing. Yeah. But maybe we'll try a new thing. And that's the thing about branching out in life, right? Right. If you don't try new things. Basically, yeah. You could be on the wrong thing forever. Sure could, dude. That's my biggest fear, I think. Sitting on deathbed and being like, you know what? I regret not doing that. That's, That's what feels me, I think. Like, I don't... It's mind-blowing to me how some people will spend 30 or 40 years at the same job. Yeah. Like, sometimes, in some cases... Maybe they found their thing, though. Maybe that's their thing. It makes them, brings them joy and happiness every day. But do you think they wonder if that, maybe, maybe there was more? I, I would. I think I would, too. That's I like do. growing up in the same town and then just living there, like, forever. Yeah. And not, I mean, there's something to that, like, the community aspect, going, circling back. Yeah. If you really know, if you really enjoy that community and that's your thing, I mean, maybe that does bring you happiness for eternity, but... For me, I think experiencing multiple styles of life and understanding what you what is and isn't out there can give you more an open mind, maybe give you more peace, understanding what you're, you you do have and what you're grateful for. Because you, the more you see, the more you realize what what has been said in your lap truly is a blessing, you know? Like shit, we were talking about just being grown grown up and being born in the United States like that's like that that alone is winning the the lottery the life lottery yeah it's a good pull full full freedom out here you can do you can whatever you want to put your mind to you're going to figure it out but you can figure out a way to do that for a living mm -hmm. anything a lot of people don't have that freedom whatever you do just do it with everything you've got I guess like if you can find your thing man yeah if you can find your thing man some people can't. Whatever that is, they like. What's the What's the ultimate question? How do you think you find your thing? Just that's anyone. A good question. Yeah. How do you find your thing? And how do you know? How do you, you know when it's your thing? How do you know once you found your thing? Do you? Maybe that's part of it. Ooh. Not knowing. Right? Maybe you'll never really know. That's kind of. So maybe of just enjoying whatever life's given you. Yeah, I think can also just be a thing like. You know what? Something to that. This is what I got. And this is what I need to be happy with. That could be a, a thing too. Yeah. Because, I mean, life's pretty random like that. I don't think it really, really would be an answer to that. It's probably whatever you make it. Like, I think maybe people don't know. People that don't think there is a, a thing can find peace in, like, an, a, a bigger, a greater power. Mm. Maybe that's how people ease their mind from not knowing what the, their thing is. I don't know what my thing is, but at least whatever you believe in, God has a plan for my thing and for my thing, my path. Do you, do you believe there's a plan for you? A plan? Like a set out plan? Yeah, like some fate type of shit. Some, you think there's a, I believe there's a fate. You think so? I think there, for me, I have, I would say, comfortably 
that through high school I was able to kind of dodge the the bullshit that people would focus on to me like all the drama and like the like I feel like I focused on right out of high school even like one thing right the IT world and developing my understanding of how technology works I feel like that was my my thing right for a while as long as you find one personal thing and you just go all in on it pretty soon down that path you'll realize if that's your journey if, if it feels right if it brings you joy each day or if you know it's it's a stale road to nowhere i think people can you can figure that out pretty quick if you give it your all something i have a problem with is when people are they don't know what their thing is but they don't also give it their all anything yeah so they're just kind of half-assing everything i've had coworkers that just kind of half-ass it they're not actually uh I mean, that's all you can ask for in person, right? Just give it your best shot. Yeah, basically. But if you never give anything your best shot, you'll never know for sure if it's your thing. Yeah. So is, is, do I have a thing? My thing is just being as nice as possible and and, and, worship, and serving people my knowledge, my knowledge of technology, my knowledge I've learned across from, from like meeting unique people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I think that's my thing, just being as helpful as I can to all my friends and connections and family. That's becoming my thing. Just be the best person I can be. Cause I I'm I'm admitting, I'm okay to admit and say that I'm not a great communicator, right? I don't reach out to people enough that I, I should be reaching out to, make calling people and chatting, right? That's sometimes that's not something I'm great at. I'm good at bringing value in like just when I'm with people though, I think. Like when I'm with somebody, I, it, it's it's important to me to to make the most of that that time. I don't know. What do you think? Is there a thing for you? I don't know. I think you're on something with the fact that even if you did, I mean, you wouldn't know, right? You wouldn't know. I think that's why you should just put your all into the things that you appreciate in life, right? Like whatever's important to you, make that matter to you, you know? Like you try, you try a bunch of different activities yeah. hobbies mm -hmm. different types of groups and whatever makes you more most fulfilled yeah. happiest think of it like remember like when we were a kid right and our parents were putting us in every other fucking sport they had heard of you know yeah how many sports did you play growing up i that's a good point my parents pushed me on to any sport and every sport until i found what i like yeah and boy i hated baseball oh i tried baseball God, I, hated baseball. I wasn't good at it either <laughs> Like I was a pitcher for a little bit, but then I just quickly didn't like it. Yeah, no, I didn't have the I didn't have the attention span for that shit. I was a little ADD kid. I couldn't. Like, I tried marching band for a few months in high school, and three months into it, I'm like, this ain't my thing. <laughs> this ain't my thing. <laughs> this thing is not for me. <laughs> me, dude. I can't keep a beat, dude. I can't hit that <laughs> note. I don't even want to practice to hit that note. Like. I'm not sure this is it, man. <laughs> what am I doing? I learned that quick too, man. Yeah. Well, that's probably good, right? <laughs> Marching band. Yeah. What a uh, what a pick, huh? See, that's what's that's a a good question, man. A lot of people's thing are sports, but then once you like grow to a point where you injure yourself to a point where you can't sport, a lot of people. That's why a lot of pro athletes that are retired, a lot of college athletes that are retired they they can't find another thing 
the depression hits harder when you don't have something to fulfill your your bucket. Yeah. Your bucket is sports. Like finding a, comp a competitive pastime is really valuable. That's why I kind of like playing video games from time to time, like once a week. Mm -hmm. I'll go on there and I'll just play my freaking Call of Duty first person shooter with my buddy. Compete two on two, like it's a it's a, like it's competitive. Like we're getting into it. We want to win as much as the next guy. Yeah. But like it's just fulfilling that that competition that you have that drive you have in you, you know? I do. I don't know what that 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 thing is, the competitive thing. Where does that come from? Do you think that? people's thing is just com competition? Like being better at people? Like being better than the next person. Like it I goes all the way back to fighting days like in the in the big uh, Rome empires where they were just mm -hmm. battled to the death, you know? Yeah. Like that's their thing. They they want to be the best warrior. Yeah, I think there's yeah no human I, nature in that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something about that. Like, like if you give someone who they, if you make someone think someone's below them, then they'll happily go about their day thinking that they're better than someone. Like it's a really common thing in history. It's just that whole idea of like, oh wait, you think you're better than me? Yeah. Oh, you think you're better than me? It's like even that even ties into the the animal kingdom. Pretty like, much, dude. Yeah. You, it, the the whole existence of the pack of wolves and like the 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 leader, isn't it just the biggest the the most dominant alpha? Pretty much, it's just based on. Like, I I beat you. I compete. We compete one on one, and I'm I'm stronger and bigger and bigger and better. Unfortunately, our society isn't as simple as the animal kingdom. No, it's not. We used to be at the point where whoever the, the best person was at that job, whoever the best uh, pilot, they they get they get the job, yeah. right? Whoever is the best chef, they get the job. Mm -hmm. Whoever is the best actor, they get the job, man. Mm -hmm. And that was the competition. Was society was job creations. And if you're not willing to fit into a certain company, you can even make your own, and you can make your own thing, your own company, your own ways of doing it and competing against these other companies. It all boils down to competition though. And that's another thing that we're losing in society, which is kind of dull. It, I don't think it's, we're almost at a point where you don't have to be the best to get a job. No. Sometimes this company, they just need more diversity. They need three more African-Americans on their, on their roster, on their employment. Or it's, and, or it's something about like, and so that's why they're, now. that's why they're going to get hired. Or it's just like uh, nepo hires. What's that? Nepotism hires. Dude, I was. What's that? Go Nepotism. Yeah. Well, like, it's when somebody knows someone in the company, right? And so they have a little bit of an access to that company. So like. So now they're networked in. Networking, basically, they're networked in. Through Back to into your in your favor, networking. Just, yeah. Just all but that's to your point that's not necessarily fair and that's not how you build the ultimate society no. just because you have the connection doesn't mean you should get the job yeah i agree I like like there's been uh there's been movies recently mm -hmm. where they were forced to hire this type of colored skin this this female for this role just so they could have a higher points value at the end of it to get a higher rating to get more money i haven't heard about this yeah and especially in hollywood now if you have like an all-white cast and you don't have enough diversity mm. or an all-black cast and you don't have enough diversity you won't get as many points so you don't get as much money 
in the final product of the movie and the film. I hate that, bro. It's, it's, like, it's, I, I it's interesting. That I wish that didn't matter, dude. Like, I wish people would just make good movies. No, I get inclusion. Like, but I also get just being the best at what you do. You yeah, know? Man. But it's, it's like, not even... It's like... I'm trying to think of, like, how to, how to frame it, but... It just feels like they're focusing on the wrong thing, right? Like, they're so focusing on being correct that they're straying away from making good product, right? Yeah, a good, kind of a good final like, product. Yeah, like, what comes out then is less because, not for that reason, right, but because they're so focused on these other things. Inclusion. And correct and all this. They could have just done away with it and really put their all into it and made the best thing they could. Because, you know, we've been talking about, like, movie and film, right? And, like, TV and stuff. Yeah. And something big happening in that recently is the writer strikes. We, we yeah. Yeah. AI so, taking over. Yeah. And so a lot of the companies are rejecting the writer's proposals. Because AI like, can do it for way cheaper, yeah, way faster. Yeah. We're using AI, bro. We're going to be having AI So now movies, we're getting into a weird argument what? of competition. Our, com our own competition is now robots. Yeah. Computers. Yeah. It's already happening in 2023. And that's that might be the ultimate pit of downfall of humanity and humankind. When our competition gets to the point where everything is, is better, the AI is, is better at everything. Right. What if you had like an AI that did your work for you? Like, it depends what kind of work. Doesn't matter. We you know what I'm saying. Like, say you do Photoshop work, right? Oh, yeah. It's so get, much better, man. You get these AI tools and it say makes your productivity like 60 70 percent better it's so much I mean, easier it, now it's, you know basically doing your job for you right so it's, think about this right think about the perfect landscape photo for example yeah let's say like a, a gorgeous mountain in canada blue water crazy sky crazy mountains but yeah. the problem with it is it's hard it's such a popular spot it's hard to capture that moment with nobody else in frame because there's so many other people that want to capture it mm-hmm well, now with AI, it makes it so easy. Instead of being a photographer where you had to plan your route accordingly to where no one was there, now you can go anytime, snap the photo. Doesn't matter who's in it. Doesn't matter if there's trash in it. Go to your computer, erase, 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 erase. If you want to add a sailboat, now you can go to Photoshop, yep. add a sailboat in the water. Boom, just it's, just opens it. You Back in the day, 10 years ago, you used to have to rent a sailboat. You used to have to get somebody in to, to drive the sailboat in the frame. And now you can just add it with yeah, AI. Do it. Yeah, it's it's creating less and less competition, and, and and everyone has the same tool. It's a matter of just how good you get with AI, which is scary. It's interesting, yeah. Which is why we're out here trying to avoid AI at all costs. We're, we're watching out for the AI. It's coming. Because if you can just enjoy nature a little more, yeah. forget about AI. I think life's a little better. Yeah. Uh... I'm getting the podcast backing up there, fellas. So going. Uh, stay tuned. Coming. Stay tuned for those combos. Maybe we'll do some more with Noah if Noah wants to sit down and chat about stuff. I love getting his uh, his take on life. Let's see what happens, man. Uh, and you know, we, next time we'll have probably a few more microphones, get some better audio for you guys. But bring the podcast back on Apple, on Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, I just want to keep the conversations more chill. You know, it's 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 more fun to me. And I enjoy it more when it's just a lighthearted combo and it goes wherever it goes. And 
I think it's more entertainment value for you guys too when we keep it real and just not try to play any characters. And I had a good time. I don't know about you, man. But hey, it was cool to be here, man. And I'm glad that we can get out here in nature and enjoy it because this is this is what life's all about. Truly, is is the little things and being in the moment with bugs and shit. <laughs> so smacking them off. They've been crazy, man. Dude, they're yeah, they're destroying. Them. It's not as bad as Nebraska, but it, they're coming. Yeah, the scoreboard is not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. Till next time, peace.